Gracious, loving God, we just give you thanks for today. We give you thanks for this time. We give you thanks for this worship. Lord, we know that as we come into Christmas, there are so many things going through our minds, so many activities we need to do, family, friends. Lord, we just pray that you give us the focus that we need to be able to remember that the hope of Christmas is found in you, our Lord and our Saviour, in the birth of Christ. Lord, we ask that you guide us in all this time, that you open up the scripture for us today, that we may understand you completely and more truly and more fully. We pray this in the name of Christ, our Lord and Saviour. Amen. So this is our second week in our, in our series on the hope of Christmas. And this week I want to focus a little bit differently. I want us to focus on a concept but I want to focus on a very important concept because when we talk about the hope of Christmas, I want you to realise that hope is not a wish. And there's a reason why I want you to realise that. Hope is not a wish. How many people have, have either said this or heard this? What do you wish for Christmas? Okay, I, th- I, think, I think we've often said, you know, we often ask that question, especially of children. What do you wish for Christmas? We need to, re- re- and I think we need to start thinking about what that term wish actually stands for. What really is a wish? You know, at, at this time of year, we, we have Santa Claus all around the place, don't we? How many Sanders have you seen lately? There's a few. There's a few. There's a few Sanders. There's, you know, one down in the mall and, you know, shopping centres. Lots of lines of parents with kids lining up to Sanders to have their photos taken. And you know the thing about when you go and have your photo taken with Santa, what does Santa often say? What do you want? What do you wish for Christmas? What do you want? What do you wish for Christmas? It's really important because it's that whole notion of I want something, I need something, I wish for something. But see, when we start thinking about the, th- the concept of wish, we start thinking, well, there are other things that we wish for, isn't there? How many people have know the tradition around birthdays and birthday cakes and candles? And if you blow out all the candles in one go, what, 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 what are you meant to do? Make a wish, and what happens if you get them all blown out all at one go? Your wish is meant to come true. It, it's interesting, we're starting to understand what a wish is about, Often wishes are about conditional things, aren't they? So if this happens, then your wish will come true. It's conditional. What about other things that people wish for? How many people, you know, I I think within the community as a whole, people often wish they would win the lottery. You know, to be able to have as much money as they, you know, the lottery has got there and, you know, be set for life. I know people often wish they'd win the lottery, but they never buy a ticket. So I really think that's a really big wish, isn't it? People wish that they'd live for a really long time. They wish that they wouldn't get sick. They wish that their family would stay together. There are a whole range of things that people wish for, aren't there? Toys, cars, money. Have I forgotten anything that people wish for? Any good things that... Wishing that we'd win the football, even when you've come last for how many years? 
It only took how many? Sorry? You came second last. <laughs> but see, the thing is, people wish for stuff. And, and I want to I give you this. And I actually looked up some definitions on this. So I'm going to put the, the definitions up, and we're going to work with those. So there we go. See, a wish is something that you want. It's wanting something, whether it's a physical thing or whether it's a, a situation or whatever. It's, it's wanting something, but it's even more than that. See, when you go into really delving into understanding what a wish is, a wish is, is wanting something that will be made real because of good luck or some mystical, magical power. You know, blow the candles out all at once and your wish will come true. Shooting star, what are you meant to do? Wish. All these things that are random happen chance kind of thing. Winning the lottery, I wish I'd win the lottery, is, is all about, well, it's not about whether you've chosen, the, well, it is about whether you've chosen the right numbers, but it's purely luck. It's not because you've got, you know, these set of numbers and they're the winning numbers. And I love, I love how on a game of chance, I'm just digressing for a moment. A game of chance, they tend to put up, these numbers are the ones that often come up the most. Well, it's pure chance that they come up. It's just random coincidence. But see, people wish on the reality that something's going to become real for them because of that luck or because of some magical property. You know, we wish... is about wants, about desires, isn't it? Whereas hope is a little bit deeper than that. Hope is a little bit more full and rounded out. See, hope is to want something to happen or to be true, and it usually has a good reason to think that it may actually happen or be true. Notice that the wish is about the luck and the happen chance and the mystical things, Whereas hope is actually founded in some fact and reality. We hope this is going to happen because we've seen these things. We're hoping for a good test result. Let me give you a little, little quick snippet. So, say if you, um, difference between hope and wish. You've got a test coming up. You don't study, you haven't paid attention in class, you wish you do well. Okay? You've been paying attention in class, you've studied lots, I hope I do well. Notice the difference between it. One is founded on the basis that you've, there's some reality to why you are going to do well. The other one is, is you're just wishing that it's going to happen by good luck. Do you see the difference? Wishes are based on more, on wants and desires, on something that's going to happen, rather than on the good reason that something will happen, on the desired outcome. It got me to thinking, how many people have wished people, notice this, wished people a Merry Christmas? Now, we wish you a Merry Christmas. It's a very popular song, isn't it, at this time of year? And we, we go, oh, we wish you a Merry Christmas. It got me thinking, do we really, when we say that, do we really think that people aren't going to have a Merry Christmas? that it's a long shot, that really you're going to have a grumpy, horrible Christmas and, and, and that you're really actually just wishing somebody 
the, the off chance, the good luck that that may happen. Maybe we should even, you know, and this is why I thought it was really interesting because we need to start thinking about what language we use and what sometimes the meaning is behind our language because hope is not a wish. Hope is founded in the reality. I want to explore with you a little bit more about this and I want to use um, the Apostle Thomas, the disciple Thomas, often we call him Doubting Thomas. I'm going to use that little reference as well. But Thomas is great because often what happens is Thomas doesn't understand something, doesn't get it, so he asks the question rather than sitting back and going, I think I don't understand it, but I'm just going to wing it and see what happens. I think Thomas is good because he does ask the questions. So, and I want to set the scene for you. When we, when we come to this passage, it's in John chapter 14, verses 1 to 6. And, and, and this passage comes about after Jesus has, has washed the disciples' feet as explaining that he is going to be betrayed, that he's, going to, he's basically going to die, and that he is the one that you need to trust in. That's what he's going to do. But it also comes after he explains that Peter's going to deny him as well. So you've got to understand why this passage happens. But you also need to understand that there's an underlying current within this. See, the, there's, there's this notion about the Messiah. The Messiah is the chosen one who's come, come to liberate the, the Jewish, the Israelite kingdom. And that there's a wish for the Messiah to come. So hoping that there's going to be there. And that the disciples are wishing that Jesus is the Messiah. But we need to realise that we have hope in Christ, our Saviour, not necessarily in the wish that a Messiah is going to be here. And see, when Jesus starts talking about betrayal and denials and death and all those things, and the least shall be first, people are starting to go, that doesn't fit with my understanding of what I wish for in a Messiah. And so it challenges them. So here's the scripture reading, and I just want us to hear this. John 14, verses 1 through to 6. Do not let your hearts be troubled. So notice he's, he's starting right off at the beginning. He's saying, don't be troubled by this. You believe in God, believe also in me. Believe in Christ. Really important. Believe in Christ. My Father's house has many rooms. We often use this, this passage of scripture at funerals. Because it's about some hope. It's about giving people that hope for the future of the loved one that they have lost. My father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I'm going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you with me that you also may be where I am. And that's that promise that Jesus has there. And if I go to that place, if I go to, to death, I will come back and take you to be with me that you may also be where I am. So you're being with Christ. You know, where, you know the way to the place where I'm going. Thomas said to him, Lord, and this is Thomas, you know, as I said, 
he asked the question. Everybody else is thinking it. Thomas asks it. Lord, we don't know where you are going. So how can we know the way? And we hear the very famous piece of scripture says here, Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. It's in that that we find the importance of what we have of the hope of Christmas. We find that particularly in this passage, and I'm going to put this up for us so that we can really focus in on it. We find the hope of Christmas. As Christians, we find the hope of Christmas in these three, three things that we see in this passage. We find the hope of Christmas in the person of Jesus Christ. You believe in the Father, believe also in me. We find the hope in the person of Jesus Christ. We find as Christians the hope in the prepared place for us. This is talking about heaven. This is talking about eternal life. Now, I don't want to speak too much about this. I'm, I'm just going to put it out there. That's, that's a hope that we have because in two weeks' time, we're actually going to focus really closely on that hope of eternity. And we're going to really expand and have a look at that. And I want you to come along and really be involved in that and just really be lifted up. That There's more to life than what we have in the here and now. And as Christians, we find hope in the promise. And it's the promise that Jesus will go ahead of us and prepare a place in heaven for us and that we will be with him for eternity. That's the promise. And so we find hope in that promise. So when we look around our world and, and ourselves, we find that you know, we can look forward. Even when things aren't going right, even when things are messed up, Often people look around and go, things are messed up. Oh, it must be the end times, it's horrible. But what we should do as Christians, we look at all those and we look to the future and we hope for what Christ has promised, which is eternal life. Found in the person and the work of Christ. The promise is given us. See, hope is more than a wish. It is that confident expectation that our future is bright and that good things of God awaits us. A wish is not a, a wish is like a shot in the dark. Whereas hope is built on the foundation. Wishes kind of float out there, without any real substance. But the Christian life is built upon the foundation of hope, not upon the wish. So we're going to jump back to the to Thomas again. This time we've moved ahead. This time we've had. We've had our, our, our last supper. We've had the death, the burial, and we've actually had the resurrection of Christ. And so we're coming to the point where the disciples, all the other disciples, have met in an upper room and Christ has come, the resurrected Christ has come and met with them and offered a blessing on them and encouraged them. But Thomas wasn't there. It comes from John chapter 20, verses 24 through to 29. And let me share with you because often when we talk about hope, we need to remember that when we don't understand it, when we don't get it, it is still there. Hope stays. Now Thomas, also known as Didymus, 
one of the 12, was not with the disciples when Jesus came. So he wasn't there the first time. So the other disciples told him, We've seen the Lord, but he said to them, Unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my fingers where the nails were and put my hand in his side, I will not believe. So he's actually being quite firm there. And, and, and see, this is, this is something that often happens in the world. When we talk about the hope found in Christ, we talk about the hope of Christmas, people go, show me the reality of it. They do what Thomas said, I, unless I can touch it, unless I can see it, unless I can feel it, I'm not going to believe. But we know as Christians we have hope because we know what Christ has done. But a week later, his disciples were in the house again and Thomas was with them this time. Though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Notice he didn't come in and go, Thomas, you idiot. Whack him about the head and say, why didn't you believe? All, your, all, your, all, your fr- all, all the other disciples, they saw me and they told me, why didn't you believe him? You know, why did you argue? You know, he didn't say that, did he? He offered peace to, to them. And I think that's so important for us as well. When we come... How do we reproach people who don't believe? Do we approach them with antagonism or do we approach them with peace? Peace be with you, even though you may not believe at this moment. Then he said to Thomas, put your fingers here, put, see my hands, reach out your hands and put them in my side. Stop doubting and believe. Thomas then said to him, my Lord and my God. Then Jesus told him, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. This is a hope that we have. Blessed are us that continue to believe in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour. Blessed are us who believe in the promise that God has given us through Christ is the hope that we have because... Because as Christians, we find hope in the person of Christ. We find hope in the place prepared for us. And we find hope in the promise that Christ gave. See, Thomas had a real problem with the trusting and the hope found in Jesus Christ. The hope that he would actually overcome the promise that he gave in that earlier section of scripture that we talked about. The promise that there would be eternal life. He had, he had a problem with that. He had a problem with trusting others and had to be seen and heard. He wanted that physical proof. Jesus didn't rebuke him, but rather gave him what he needed to find his hope. So as Jesus leaves Thomas with the statement, blessed are those who have not seen yet believe, let us take this as the hope for us. Blessed are we, even though we have not seen the resurrected Christ, we yet believe in him. We place our trust, our faith in, and hope in Jesus Christ. We place our hope in Christ this Christmas because at Christmas we remember that he came as a child in a manger, as a little baby, but he grew up. And he challenged the preconceived notions. He challenged the wish mentality or wishing for a Messiah and he gave them real hope 
found in the resurrected Christ. So may we indeed continue to find the hope of Christmas this year and always in our life. The hope that Christ is our Lord and Saviour, that we have eternal life. So let us pray together. Let us ask this hope upon us. A gracious, loving God, we just give you this thanks, this time. We give you ourselves. Lord, we just ask that you may be our Lord, you may be our Saviour, and we place our hope, our confidence and our trust in you. Lord, we come to you today and we say we believe. Not because of some wish, but because of the hope that we find in you, hope that you have promised us, the hope of life everlasting, hope of forgiveness of sins, hope that we may be brought closer together, may become one with our Lord and our Saviour. Lord, we ask that we may have this hope in our lives. We pray this in your name, the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour. Amen.